Welcome to the Celtic View podcast. I'm delighted to be joined on the podcast by Darren O'Dee. Darren, welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much. Now, we're just 24 hours away from the Celtic B-side's second game in the Lowlands League, uh, a game against East Bride. So how have preparations been going this week for the game? Yeah, they've been very good. I think the experience the players had last week will definitely stand them in good stead. I think it's a new environment, obviously competitive football, playing against uh, physically very dominant teams. Um, they coped with it pretty well last week, but certainly we'd be looking for a big improvement now next week, now that they've sampled the taste of it. I mean, that first game, obviously, Bonnie Rick Rose, we lost 2-1. I think the longer the game went on, did, did you feel that there was, there was signs of, obviously, encouragement? We got the goal back, and, and maybe even if the game had gone on a wee bit longer, we might have got the equaliser? Yeah, taking the, the kind of result out of it, it's more the, the performance. Um, I think there was a build-up to it over the last number of months, or this has been ongoing probably for years, of, of a Celtic B team or Cold team joining the competitive leagues. And I think the build-up to it was all about how, how are they going to cope the younger players with the physical aspect of playing against men um, in tough environments. I think they, they coped really, really well with that side of it. Um, they just forgot to play a little bit in the first half. And I think the longer the game wore on, they realised it's still a game of football. We're there to, to impose our style in a tough environment and different environments. Um, so I think, I think the experience will definitely stand them in good stead for next week. Um, and as we go on, I, I envisage the team to get stronger and stronger. It's interesting that because, as you say, maybe the, the hype and the build-up would have been on the players' minds as well. But you know, when they get into the nitty-gritty week-in, week-out league football, what you're hoping is it will concentrate on what they're good at and why they're at Celtic and, and play their football? Well, that's absolutely pivotal in this. We're not, and with all due respect to, to the league and level, we're not down there to create Lowland League players. We're, we're down there to create Celtic players. Um, and if you look at the Celtic first team, they go into all sorts of environments all the time, but ultimately it's on them to impose themselves in the game. So I think the build-up to it um, was how are we going to transfer academy football, if you want to call it, uh, for want for a better phrase, into the real big bad world. Um, I think in the build-up, they, they were thinking so much about kind of scrapping it out, fighting um, for their space in the pitch. They, they forgot to just, they're down there to play football. Um, but as the game wore on, and certainly in the second half, we got a lot, lot better in possession of the ball. Um, and ultimately, that's what it's about. It's about bringing our style to the, to the real world, to the to tough men's football um, and that bit in the first half I think was lacking but that, as I said I think that was just a build up and I think the experience will definitely stand them in good stead It's a very young squad as well so you know they're learning as you say you're playing against men so there's so many different aspects that they're having to learn very very quickly Yeah and that's the, that's the, the key to it is we're trying to bridge the gap between kind of academy football to, to first team football so as I said, the, the process and how we do things is, is vital. Um, it's not about going down and win at all costs. That's not good enough to become a Celtic first-team player. We're going to have to win in a certain style. This club is built on entertaining fans. Of course, the, the end product is winning, but also entertaining people and playing in a certain style. So in academy football, of course, there's that demand. You don't have the external pressures of, of fans of um, you're playing against your peers in terms of your own age group, where now you're playing against guys that have played as a lot of them have played at a higher level. Um, they're obviously physically got a lot on the player's weight. Um, so it's still, can we transfer that football into harsh environments? Um, 
and Bonnie Rose were our very good side in that league. Um, it was a really good, it was a really good competitive game. Um, but as I said, I felt in the game as it, as it wore on, they realised um, it was still a game of football. Um, so, as I said, I'm really anticipating a, a big improvement this week. And, and as you've said, as the season goes on, I anticipate they'll keep improving. Now, this Saturday, one o'clock kickoff, East Kilbride at the Penny Carl Stadium in, in Airdrie. That's going to be another test. Airdrie haven't played a, a league game yet. Um, sorry, East Kilbride haven't played a league game yet. They've obviously been involved in that, that League Cup section. So they've got a bit of experience of playing against higher opposition. That'll be a big test for us. Yeah, and probably at the start of the season, if you were to hear mark a team that would be looking to get promoted with East Kilbride, they, they've always been there, thereabouts. Missed out in playoffs once or twice. Um, so yeah, very difficult game. Probably a little bit different to Bonnie Rig Rose. They won't be as direct and as physical. They'll they'll play a little bit more, um, but they'll still have that aspect to them. Um, they've obviously got a lot of experienced players. They've invested in their squad. So yeah, it'll be a very difficult game. Another one we'll look forward to. And I'm keep repeating, I'm anticipating a big jump in terms of performance from our point of view. I should also say to anybody who's watching this that there are tickets available if you want to go along and watch the team. Say it's a one o'clock kickoff in Airdrie. If you go onto the Celtic website, there's details on how you can buy your tickets and go and cheer, cheer the boys on. Obviously, there's no clash in terms of the kickoffs with the first team game tomorrow. So no excuse if you're in the area for not going along and cheering the team on. The other thing I was going to say as well, we've obviously got on Saturday, we're then involved in Wednesday night, the University of Stirling and away game. That, again, is a good experience of the games are coming thick and fast. So the players are obviously going to have to, you know, the rest of recovery and quickly enter the next game, which is, again, part and parcel of learning to be a professional. 100%, yeah. Uh, it was only in the, oh, I don't even know which lockdown it was, but at the under-18s players, and I was fortunate enough to ask Callum McGregor to come on um, to a call and kind of speak to the players about different, different parts of his game and his experiences, and obviously they can relate to him, but I think I looked and Callum has, has averaged over 55 games for the last seven seasons. Um, so that tells you how robust he is on top of all the talent he's got, um, his dedication to his profession and, and how robust his body is and how resilient he is. And bear in mind, he's doing a lot of traveling in between, whether it be with international games or, or European fixtures. So he's a, he's a perfect example. So going back to your point, it's absolutely huge that the players get used to playing multiple games in a week. Um, they don't get that experience usually from, from the Reserve League or the Under-18s League to be able to, to prepare for games over the space of two days, recover, prepare and go again. Um, it would be a fantastic experience. So again, something we're really looking forward to. Now the likes of, we always mention like of Callum McGregor and James Forrest, is their kind of academy benchmarks. But you must have been delighted the other night to see Dane Murray coming on in, in such a high-profile game and perform so well. Yeah, yeah, well, Dane's been with me since I've, I've come in kind of nearly two years ago. Um, it's funny, I've, I've obviously played football, I'm now coaching it, and don't very, very rarely have any nerves. Um, but watching him come on the other night, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit nervous. Not because I was worried about how he'd perform or how he'd handle it, I knew he would. Um, but you, you, that's my success uh, there's no feeling I get on a Friday night with the under 18s or the B team on a Saturday um, that will give me the same level of satisfaction as seeing a young player coming on and making his first team debut 
but ultimately that's not the goal. The goal is to now work even harder for Dane um, to find the next appearance and to, to do what Callum's done and to do what uh, James Forrest has done and stay and embed yourself in the team. Now that's going to take time. Um, but yeah, that was, that's all my drive is aimed at that. So when I see him come on the other night, um, that's where I get my kick from. And I suppose like, in terms of pre-season, partly because there was a, a delay with some of the players coming back, a lot of the young players get their chance to train and also playing in first-team games. Obviously, Dane is in and made his competitive debut. Adam Montgomery, he broke through towards the end of last season. Owen Moffat had a couple of games in pre-season. I suppose for the, the guys in the, in the B team just now, they're, that, that's their contemporaries. They're looking, they want to be there. And as you say, once they get there, it's staying there and making sure that you become established. Yeah, it's something I speak to the players about a lot. And um, certainly we've been mentioned in the last year uh, is that I think young players sometimes think that someone's going to tap them on the shoulder and say, listen, in six weeks' time, your opportunity is going to come. So get prepared. The fact of the matter is you never know when your opportunity comes. And the realisation is opportunities every day. So COVID has brought an extreme kind of measure where last year, at the drop of a hat, the whole reserves then became the first team. Now, that is extreme, but the reason I'm, I mentioned that to the players is you have to be willing to train every day to your maximum. Um, and when your opportunity comes, you, you don't know. You don't know when it will come, so you're just ready at all times. And if you, the guys you've mentioned there, and Adam Montgomery, Dane Murray and Noel Moffat, if you come and work with them, which I have the pleasure of doing or have had the pleasure of doing, they work every day to their maximum. So essentially, when they got their opportunity with the first team, they didn't always come in, but they were just in a rhythm of constantly training to their maximum every day. They then impressed people, um, mainly being the, the manager, um, and then they stayed part of it. And then in the, the next part of that then is getting an opportunity to play in, in a game. Um, but it never stops. It's relentless. Now the next step is to find the next appearance. And as I said, aspire to get to where Callum is. And if you actually listen to Callum now, he's now club captain. He's still progressing. He's still pushing every day. And if you watch him train, he's a brilliant example of someone that's constantly looking to improve. So, um, yeah, uh, these young players have benefited, benefited from, from uh, certain things that have happened in the last year. But as I said, you have to always be ready. And they've, they've uh, reaped the rewards of, of being ready. Yeah, the other one I always think of is Stephen Welsh, who was alongside Dane in midweek as well. And again, he, just to your point, he really seized his opportunity last season. Yeah, well, well uh, Welsh, he obviously went out and long to Morton, played, I don't know, uh, 20 games at Morton. He played a right-back, right-centre-back, centre-back. Um, and then he came back and it was about then staying part of the first-team squad I think, again, going back to young players, and I kind of speak from my own experience because I understand how they think. Um, they think that you, you might need to spend six months with the first team training every day. You're not going to have one week, good week of training, and all of a sudden you step by three, four different people. Um, so he showed patience. He came back, and then he, he kind of, I don't want to say waited. That's not the right word. But he just worked to his limit every day. And eventually opportunity comes. If you're, if you're maxing out every day, opportunity comes. You make the opportunity, if you like. So again, it goes back to when that opportunity comes, you're ready. Um, rather than saying, I, I'll start working at my limit when I think the opportunity has come. It's too late then. So it's so, so important that they get into these good habits, which I go back to Callum has had since he was a young kid, that it's maxing out every day, looking to improve every day. You come in and leave, you think I'm a better player for it. If you've got that mentality, opportunity will find you. 
Now we're talking here finally just on Friday. It's what we would call, I suppose, match day minus one. I'm guessing in your preparations in terms of what you're saying to the team and also what you're training, it's with a view to the 90 minutes tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, but the messages throughout the season will be pretty similar. I would say, in my mind, 90% of our preparation is about what we do, um, how we impose ourselves, as I said, in, com in completely different environments, week on week. Um, and yes, of course, we'll, we always have an eye on the opposition and give them a flavour of, of what we're about to face. But my biggest concern is that we perform um, in a, in a way that if the manager came and watched, he can pick players out and say, I'll take him. Um, there's no win on a Saturday that will replicate, as I said, the feeling we get as a staff of seeing Dane Murray the other night going on. So ultimately, it's about the process, the performance, um, playing in a Celtic way in, as I said, different environments. So, um, yes, full preparation for tomorrow. We're looking forward to it and um, we're looking forward to the rest of the season. Awesome, Dan. Thanks very much for joining us on the Celtic View podcast. Best of luck tomorrow. Remember, one o'clock kickoff, Celtic versus East Kilbride. It's at the Penny Car Stadium in Airdrie. Go onto the Celtic website and there's details on how you can get a ticket and go along and cheer the boys on. But thanks again, Dan. Brilliant. Thank you.